Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to do part two of that Putin interview. And it's really entertaining. It was such a complete propaganda piece, and I hope people enjoyed it. So if you haven't seen the first part, go ahead and watch that before you listen to this one, because it's, uh, it's definitely needed, I think, for the context. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth, all sorts of truth, like I tell you in this episode here. And the truth is that I was a constitutional conservative for years and years, and then I figured out the scam. And ever since I figured out that scam, about 20 years ago, I became a self-certified master practitioner. And I recently gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the great work I do on these podcasts explaining it to people. <laughs> all right, not fooling around. Let's go ahead and get the show going. So I'm going to do part two of the Putin interview where he just says, look, I didn't have anything to do with this nonsense, this made-up election interference crap. And, of course, the uh, press... Uh, Megyn Kelly is just bulldogging in on it, and it's it's hilarious. It's a, to me, it just points out the complete mockery that is the press in this country. And I've pointed out in the previous example when I did part one that the problem with all of these things from the media is that there aren't two sides presented, and the people act as though there are. They're very confused, and when they interview the Democrats, the press performs the function of direct examination and basically leads the witness in all these different ways that make it appear that their testimony is very credible. And of course, at trial, you get cross-examination. And then the other side gets to stand up and show why the ridiculous nonsense they just put out there left a whole bunch of stuff out and totally and completely misled people. That's the purpose of cross-examination. What people don't seem to understand is that if you only have cross-examination and you don't have direct examination, you can get the exact same kind of distortion. And when the press does interviews and pieces on the people and the movements they don't like, they act as the equivalent of cross-examination. They leave out all sorts of things and they imply all sorts of things without actually having to prove them up. And they impugn their character and they cut them off and they run clips and they do things like that and it never gets cleared up because there's no direct examination. See, when you have direct examination after a cross like that, then you can clear up all the different problems that went on. And then you get a much fuller picture of what actually went down. If you only have one or the other, if you only have direct or cross, it doesn't work. And so... This is the problem people have is that they can't understand that all the media, all the fucking media, you see any of these media that people are making millions of dollars and getting large amounts of traction, Twitter accounts with hundreds of thousands or millions of followers who never get suspended, even though they say all sorts of crazy shit. Whenever you're seeing anything like that in radio or TV or YouTube channels that are huge and never problematic for the people, you know you're dealing with controlled opposition. You know you're dealing with a situation where the state sanctions this, and it's in all likelihood all part of the nonlinear disinformation campaign that goes on at all times. 
And people who don't know what that is need to go read about it, need to go learn about what nonlinear disinformation is. It's a system where the people in power put out and support every conceivable kind of position in order to confuse people and to make it such that a large number just give up. Because there's no way to sort out what's true and what's not true. And the media is a classic example of that, especially this kind of media where you have these absurd interviews and people truly watch this stuff. They still believe it. So many people say, oh, they just lost all their faith in media. Bullshit. They just switch the people they believe in in media. That's all that happens. They don't actually lose faith. Now, people like me and the people who like my show, they know that it's not a matter of faith. It's a matter of knowledge that these people are controlled opposition. These are agents for the United States government in this country. That's all they are. You can go back and look at the 1970s and the hearings, the church hearings, where they came out and Operation Mockingbird was exposed. And that was a situation where the CIA admitted that it controlled all the major people in media. They all work for them in some form or fashion. And you think it's gotten better in the last 50 years? <laughs> it's gotten way, way worse. And this interview is such a great example because it shows people that if they can learn that whatever the press is doing that seems so credible at the time is just a complete and total load of bullshit, if they can really actually take that in and learn it, then they can't get fooled by any of these things. It doesn't matter if it's stupid Corona or the Ukraine or anything else. It's all lies when it's playing in media. It's just all lies. And every side of the thing that plays in media is lies. It's just the way it is. So... This clip is really good. This is the second part of this interview. So I'm going to start it back up. Hopefully, if you haven't heard the first part, go listen to the first part before you start this one. So, all right, let's go ahead and get it going again. In our interview, Vladimir Putin continued to deny that the Russian government interfered in the U.S. election. Richard Haas is the president of the Council on Foreign Relations and author of A World in Disarray. (laughs) So what they're going to do is... They're going to try to discredit Putin's previous stuff, which just simply obliterated her. And they're going to bring in these jokers like Richard Haas. Uh, He's from the CFR. Do people not know what that is? Do people not understand that's just an extension of the CIA? That's where they make all these plans. You can read their white papers. It's just, it's silly. It's complete nonsense. And here it is, a world in disarray. All of these things are propaganda. That's all they are. The United States government has never told the truth about its foreign affairs, ever. Look at every single one. The weapons of mass destruction, the invasions, the babies being killed in the incubators. Go back into the Iran-Contra, go back into the Vietnam War. The entire event that supposedly started the Gulf of Tonkin was completely made up. You have all the Korean conflict and World War II and the so-called sneak attack and all World War I, the Spanish-American War, the Civil War. Go, Just keep going back. It's all lies, see? It's all lies. And this one was just another lie, but it was continued and promoted forever. And Trump is to blame for allowing this to continue and dominate his presidency. There was plenty of things he could have done to shut this down, and he didn't. Had he done some of the things that are very simple and spoken very honestly and truthfully and actually started having people kicked out and arrested who were in the Department of Justice, he would have been a hero because a huge portion of the country is behind that. They're not behind his fakery, but they are behind something like that. That's why so many people don't vote. They know it's a a complete sham. So here we are. They bring in this complete phony baloney propagandist. Joke. Richard Haas? Are you fucking kidding me? To have him tell us about how, oh, this really was problematic. Listen to this shit. Do you believe his denials on the election interference 
I don't speak Russian, but there's no word in Russian these days for freelancing. The idea that anybody in Russia would have done such things as interfere in the American elections without Vladimir Putin's personal okay is inconceivable. Think how stupid that is. Think how ridiculous that statement is. And well, not only is it a Barnum statement, to have interfered in the election. What does that even mean? I've given you countless examples of what is interfering in an election. What does it mean? Were they preventing people from going to the polls? No, they were putting out information, at best, putting out information that they claim was not true. Well, candidates do that every single day. That's all the entire election process is, is candidates lying to people. It's, it's preposterous to try to draw these lines of interference. And the idea that nobody would do it in Russia, what, 130, 40 million people or something in the country? Oh, it's inconceivable that someone could do that. That's utterly ridiculous. Think how absurd that is. But he states it, and he looks important, and they have him on this news program. So it seems like it's legitimate. But every part of the statement is completely preposterous. It's so easy to do something. You have to go get Putin's fucking uh, blessing. It's asinine. Think all the people they suspend off of social media in this country. Just try to speak up in this country and see what happens. Probably better in Russia than it is here. <laughs> uh, he's a liar. Of course, she you know, gives him uh, complete and total uh, credibility. Let's continue. Not according to Mr. Putin. Ooh. In our interview, he told us there was no way Russians could have swayed the election to President Trump. Could anyone really believe that Russia, thousands of miles away, with the help of two or three Russians, like you said, whom I don't even know, that they interfered and influenced the outcome of the election? Doesn't doesn't that sound ridiculous even to you? <laughs> Such a great point, right? I mean, he just continues on with his very direct approach. It, it does sound ridiculous. And if our elections are so incredibly easy to interfere with that a couple of people thousands of miles away can so-called interfere and, and whatever that even means, somehow affect, again, whatever that even means, um, then Stop talking about the elections being anything legitimate because there's people all over the world and people in this country who could so-called interfere. It's just nonsense. Everything is interference, as I've just showed you. Everything about an election is interference. That's the entire purpose of having an opposing side run ads. They attempt to interfere with the election. We're not getting a definition, right? Oh, if it happens inside this country, it's fine. Okay, well, well they get Russians to come over here in the country and post stuff. Is that interference? Oh, do you have to be able to vote in order to do it? Do you have to have actually voted? I mean, just go down the list trying to get a definition of interfere. It's classic. It's just like freedom and, and rights and all this shit. It's a Barnum statement load of shit that's never defined. But you can see how it makes no sense. Nothing about it makes any sense. He asks her that question. Doesn't that sound ridiculous? And the way she answers is so preposterous and deflecting. Let's hear it. Not at all ridiculous when you learn this. Mr. Putin does know at least one of the Russians named in the indictment. So what? Who cares? Even if he knew them all. His point is how absurd the concept is that a few Russians in this country could somehow interfere in a way that was material. Again, taking whatever definition you want, affected, changed the outcome, blah, blah, blah. If the elections are that unstable, it's preposterous. The fact that he knows somebody who's been accused, again, by the DOJ, the whole thing's just fraud. Everything about it's fraud, the allegations and everything else. But see, they make it seem bad. And then they show this picture of this evil businessman who's hilarious. So listen to this. Let's continue. According to Mueller, this man, Yevgeny Prigozhin, Mueller, bankroll the cyber operation used to interfere in the 2016 election. 
And now we know Mueller and all this stuff is just all bullshit, just total bullshit. The fact that they filed lawsuits, and it's all bullshit. And nobody's been punished in any way. And all this shit's just been forgotten. He's the one they claim was doing it. Who cares what they claim? We know our intelligence services and FBI is just a pack of lies. That's all. Prigozhin is a powerful Russian oligarch whose close association with the Russian president has earned him a nickname, Putin's cook. It's not true that you don't know the individuals who are accused of conducting this. Uh, one of your good friends is actually accused of helping conduct this. His name is Yevgeny Prigozhin. You know him? I know that person, but I wouldn't consider him one of my friends. This is just twisting the facts around. <laughs> exactly. Do you see how she leads him in? That's the typical kind of cross-examination where you lead him into this statement that sounds like, okay, this is your good friend. You do know him. Like, I'm, he's not my friend. Okay. Yeah, I know the guy, but he's not my friend. He's clear as day about it, right? But look how they lead it in. Imagine if they did the same kind of thing about Hunter Biden and they did this to Joe Biden or any of a million other things and Hillary and Obama and all of these jokers and Mitch McConnell and just go down the list. If they imagine they were this hardcore about it. So he just digs into the guy, but he just blows her up each time. Let's continue. He is a businessman. He is involved in the restaurant business and some other business. But he is not a government official. We don't have anything to do with him. <laughs> After you heard that he had been indicted, did you pick up the phone and call him? Like I have nothing better to do. I've got so many things to do and so many problems. He's your friend. He's just been indicted. When you did, didn't you hear what I said? He's not a friend of mine. Uh, didn't you hear what I said? He's not a friend of mine. Think how dishonest us this interview is, right? Think of all these ways she's doing it. Oh, he's your good friend. He's not my friend. Well, why didn't you pick up the phone and call him since he's your friend? I, I just told you he's not my friend. See, there's nobody there to object and to say she's mischaracterizing the testimony and to point out what a complete fraud this woman is. Just a pretender. And Putin is so fucking nice to her about it. It's great. I mean, he just, he kills him with kindness on this. He's a really good witness. I mean, he would be a fantastic witness in court. He's really, really slick. He's the kind of witness you dream about having, you know, as opposed to getting dragged off into these things, arguing or anything else. He just smokes them. Let's continue. I do know this person, but I wouldn't list him among my friends. Wasn't I clear? And there is a great number of individuals like that. In Russia, there are 146 million people. Not as many as in the U.S., but still a pretty large number. He's pretty prominent. Said that she said he's pretty prominent. Okay, so? He's well-known. So what? There are plenty of well-known people in Russia. He's not a public official. He's not a government employee. He's just a private individual. A businessman. Wow. When you realize what we learned about what a total fraud it was later, I'm talking about when I say what we learned was not what I learned or what you learned, but what the so-called general public learned later, that this shit was all made up. Uh, think how dishonest this entire interview is. It's so dishonest, right? And this is how dishonest all these interviews are from the press. It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter if it's on the Democrat side where they're trying to make them look good. It doesn't matter if it's on the conservative side where they're trying to make them look bad. They're both just as dishonest. See, they're both just as dishonest versions. And there's never a chance to clear the stuff up. And a woman like this, she makes millions and millions of dollars. She knows she's a paid propagandist. She knows she's a piece of shit. She doesn't care. It's a game to her. She lives in a fucking mansion, doesn't give a shit. And the people look up to her. It's, this is how stupid this world is at this point. It's, it's truly moronic. Let's continue. 
Some people say his real job is to do your dirty work. Did you hear this uh, statement? Some people say that his real job is to do your dirty work. Okay, let's see all that. See now, that's the kind of implication of bad acting that goes on all the time that would always get cleared up when you had an opportunity to direct, redirect. It would become crystal clear. He does a really good job of it anyway. But listen how stupid that is. That's exactly the kind of allegation they make all the time against these supposed conservatives and all this other stupid shit. And especially with regards to our so-called enemy, Russia. I still don't understand how Russia, China, and Iran are somehow our enemies. They're completely different. China is a communist country. Russia is as much of a democratic republic as the United States. (laughs) And Iran is a religious sort of governmental democracy-ish thing. They're completely different kinds of governments, but yet somehow they're all aligned against us, right? It's it's such a joke to me. It's really just such a joke. Let's, Let's see how he responds and blows her up. Who are these people? And what dirty work? I don't engage in any dirty work. Everything I do is out in the open. This is like a stereotype for you. You have someone who likes doing dirty work, and you think that we do the same. No, that's not the case. Ooh, another burn. See, it just shows they're projecting out the fact that the United States is doing this shit all the time. All right, how many people do we know all these other people accusing him? We know what Biden's doing, who wants to accuse Putin of doing it. It's absurd. Our own government is incredibly corrupt, doing all this shit all the time. So they blame it on these other people. They have to have a boogeyman to point to. And incredibly, the people continue to fall for it no matter how many times. The government's been caught lying and lying and lying. Let's continue. A, the fact that you know him, you admit that. He's a prominent Russian businessman. And he's specifically accused of running this operation. B, this is the same man who's been accused of sending Russian mercenaries into Syria. And they attacked a compound held by American-backed militia. This guy gets around. God, listen to that shit. He's been accused. By who, right? Of course. FBI, CIA, State Department, all this bullshit that we never get any confirmation on. That's always lies. They cover up their own lies. And here it is. Oh, he's been accused of this. He's been accused of that. You you know a man who's been accused of all these things. So you can accuse anybody of anything. That's what the government does. Oh, and he's did these things in Syria. Again, with with every false narrative she shoves in there, right? Every single one. Let's see how he deflects this. You know, this individual may have very diverse interests, including, for example, interests in the area of the fuel and the energy industry in Syria. However, we do not support him in any way. We do not interfere with him in any way, and we do not assist him. It's his own personal initiative. I mean, I don't get it. It's, he's not a Russian official. I don't understand what the allegation even is against Putin. There's a guy in Russia that people accuse of doing X, Y. Oh, that's just, think how slim that is. If this was a real world and someone accused someone of something this crazy and outrageous without any facts except for these undisclosed accusations coming from intelligence services, this would be a situation for libel and slander. But it's not. Instead, it's the basis for so many people who continue to believe that Russia is our so-called enemy. And if you saw any of the speech which is not easy to find, that he made on, I think, September 30th with regards to the annexation where he goes through the list of all the different shit and just lays out the problems that are actually going on and the way the world actually works with all these bad actors in the West, um, then you understand um, the the reality a lot better than this nonsense coming out of uh, Megyn Kelly. So 
Let's continue this as they continue to show pictures of this guy in the most unfavorable light. <laughs> it's really funny they're cutting him in just to continue the propaganda. Yevgeny Prigozhin says he has no connection to the Russian mercenaries in Syria and denies involvement in any election interference. Why is that insufficient for them in a case like this? But when Biden denies something, then they just continue to accept it. When Hillary denies something, they accept it. See, they accept all these things on one side. And then the other side, the guy denies that they don't have any evidence of accusations. They only have all this hidden shit coming from the so-called FBI and the CIA, which we now know they just simply concocted the whole thing. But here, oh, he denies it. They make it seem like it's a bad thing. Oh, he denies it as though he's covering something up. Well, if something isn't true and you deny it, and then you say, well, he's denying it. Well, he's denying it because it's not true. But you can still make him look bad. And that's what they do. This is how they operate. <laughs> Let's continue with this hit piece. For his part, Mr. Putin insists his country has no desire to intervene in American politics. Now it's intervene, not interfere. She says intervene here, but it's all shit anyway. This goes to the heart of the issue, right? I mean, what's the point? Not our goal to interfere. Right. We do not see what goal we would accomplish by interfering. Right. There's no goal. He already made it clear last time that it doesn't matter who gets elected in the United States because the direction is clear. That's why there's no reason to interfere. He's already made that clear. That was such a fucking truth bomb he dropped. They already know. The country moves in one direction. What do we care? Jiggles back and forth. See, that's the part. So here he is stepping up again. So what's the goal? Interfere. What does that even mean? Let's imagine we set ourselves the goal of interfering. For what? For the sake of interfering? (laughs) What is the goal? So creating I, chaos. Create, that's the goal. Create chaos. That's the job of the press. That's the job of the fucking press. Not the job of these guys associated to create chaos. It makes no sense. Was there chaos? Did, did chaos ensue? Of course not. It's absurd. The only chaos was created by the false fucking claims that we now know were ginned up by the United States government and its fucking operations. There was no other chaos. That's certainly the belief of the U.S. intelligence community. Ah, yes, of course. The people who made the whole thing up, who are actually projecting it out. See, this is always the same every time. You can always know. And look who they bring in next. You're going to love this. This is so fucking funny to me. I think his motivations were many. Uh, He really does try to shape the internal politics of other countries. John Brennan is a former CIA director. This is the guy that outright lied. They bring Brennan in. Brennan, Clapper, they got this Haas guy. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. They're bringing in Brennan, who we all know is a complete liar now. And they're, again, showing him as though he's some legitimate source. And all he's doing is issuing opinions. Oh, they, this is what they want to do. They want to interfere. This is their goal. And so they certainly do. He wants to shape elections. This is what they, our government does. How many coups have we been involved with all over the world all the time? Russia doesn't have bases all over the fucking world. They're not constantly interfering in everything. That's what we do. So it's projecting it out. People continue to believe this fantasy. But it's hilarious. They bring this loser in. This guy who's just an absolute known liar, a professional liar, CIA. That's what they do. They lie for a living. And yet the people continue to accept this shit. And now an NBC News analyst. One of the real purposes of the Russian interference in the election was to undermine the integrity of that democratic process here in the United States, to create some confusion, to weaken the United States government, uh, and then the U.S. government is not going to be able to deal with international issues and and confronting, I think, Russian aggression as uh, assertively as it needs to. Wow. I just... 
I want to hear that again because it's so completely outrageous. The string of absurd Barnum statements in there is mind-bending. If you didn't catch them all, you got to hear it again because I want to hear his full statement because it's so outrageous. And you'll see what I'm talking about. The purposes of the Russian interference in the election was to undermine the integrity of that democratic process in the United <laughs> States, to create some confusion, to weaken the United States government, uh, and then the U.S. government is not going to be able to deal with international issues and, and confronting, I think, Russian aggression as uh, assertively as it needs to. Wow. See, that's the kind of nonsense that sounds so impressive to people because they're so program to hear something like that from a a white senior guy in a suit who's looking very official and has got this official title and he's on television. Just a professional liar, literally saying nothing. Interfere and aggression and uh, affecting and weakening the government and all these types of things. They're just all Barnum statements. None of this shit makes any sense. On top of the fact that we now know that all of this stuff is lies and that he was directly lying about all this. And he knew he was lying. But look what a credible liar he is on television. See, this is how you rise up in the ranks of those types of organizations. You're an incredibly credible liar. In any case, Mr. Putin told us he cannot do anything about the activities of private Russian citizens. Right. You can't? The Russian intelligence services cannot find out who's doing this, bring it to your attention. You're unable to stop it? Look how incredulous she is about this and how much they just simply accept the utter nonsense that pours out of our intelligence services and our politicians who say shit that makes no sense. They don't call them on the carpet. What are you talking about? They didn't do anything with regards to this fake fucking pandemic. Nothing. But here, here, oh, you can't do that. You can't. The intelligence, Russian intelligence, blah, blah, blah. What about the U.S. intelligence service? Ten times larger. All the shit that's everywhere, they don't never incredulous about deer dot snooping. You, you get all the stuff on social media. No, there's nothing. They just accept all that shit at face value. That's what I'm saying. The fundamental misunderstanding comes from the fact that there's no cross-examination. There's no direct examination. You only have one or the other. So the thing is a complete and total distortion. Let's see how he handles this. Well, maybe if we started doing it in a purposeful way, we probably could have identified these individuals if they do exist. But we don't have that objective or that goal. So you have no goal to stop it. And so what does that mean? You have no goal to stop it. She's just assuming it happened. It's just utter nonsense. She's so dishonest. It's incredible. See, it's so incredibly dishonest that there was somebody who was actually on the other side of his council could interrupt and say, objection, she's mischaracterized, she's making an assumption, but none of that happens. See, it just continues on that people think, oh, well, she's beautiful, she's attractive, so she must be doing something, you know, oh, she's uh, doing it right. Let's continue this. But we don't have that objective or that goal. So you have no goal to stop it. And so what does that mean for our elections in 2018 and 2020? We can expect more of the same? <laughs> what is she talking about? I mean, what does it mean for our elections? Our elections are fucking so so vulnerable to anything? That's <laughs> so fucking stupid. I didn't say that we don't have the goal of putting an end to it. I said that we have... You just said that. No. No, I did not say that. What I said is that we do not interfere in the private lives of our people. And we can't prevent them from expressing their points of view, including on the internet. He maintained his hands were tied by Russian law. Internally, you could put a stop to this. Okay, so here we go. So there's Russian law, but internally. So she wants him to act outside the law. But then, of course, if he acts outside the law and she doesn't like that, then she says, well, doesn't the Russian law require blah, blah, blah? And then she can, can call him to the carpet for that. See, there's no way that, that to win 
because anybody can always spin whatever you do in another way. That's the reason you have to have both sides there at trial. That's the reason. And you don't get that in the press. What you get is a complete and total sham, a full-on propaganda war. And that's why the media is completely and totally controlled in this country because it's a brainwashing method. That's all it is. So here she is. Oh, wow, you could have internal controls. He's just told her it's against Russian law. If you had the desire. There you go. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I want you to hear what I'm saying. We will stand in the way of anything that violates existing Russian laws. If they do not violate Russian laws, then there would be nothing to bring them to justice for. Would this violate Russian law? I have to see first what they've done. Give us the materials. Nobody's, you know what it is. nobody's hacking given us into anything. the Democratic National Committee, hacking into John Podesta's email, creating interference <coughs> in our election by creating bots that spread false information on Twitter, on Facebook, spreading misinformation when it comes to Black Lives Matter, when it comes to the shooting we just had in Parkland, Florida, when it comes to our presidential election, spreading fake news in order to alter the course of a presidential race. My God, did you hear that list of all that stuff? She's so just. I mean, arrogantly puts forth, she's indignant as though these things are actually happening, as though her entire industry and the organization she works for, NBC News, is not just out there spreading all of this kind of fake information all the time. As I've said, so-called affecting the election. Every one of these things, just think of all the lies she puts out there. She has the audacity to act as though this is something Putin should know all about, and he's doing, and there's bots doing this. It's just, it's mind-bending to me that someone like that sleeps at night, that they just don't give one shit about what a true piece of shit they are, that they make make a living in an industry that is nothing but lies, and then they have the audacity to run around and accuse other people of doing what they themselves do. It's just, it's mind-bending to me. I I cannot believe people accept this, uh, support it, watch these things, take them seriously. They don't just embarrass these people publicly, shame them whenever they see them out in public. It's amazing to me. That's just the the gall of this woman. Hilarious. That's what I'm talking about. With all due... With all due respect, I want you to understand once and for all. After all, you do have people with legal degrees there, don't you? (laughs) You probably do. I am 100% sure that there are, and there are people who are well-educated, who must understand and know that we in Russia cannot prosecute anyone as long as they have not violated Russian law. Moreover, we cannot open an investigation if there is no cause for that. Our conversations today cannot be the cause for that. Intelligence agencies in the United States, now a special prosecutor with a criminal indictment, that's not enough for you to look into it? Wow. I mean, you see what she always falls back to, that whatever the United States government suggests, that's got to be true. No matter how many times they're caught being complete liars, there's no cynicism about what the U.S. government does. Oh, it's a criminal prosecution's been opened. Oh, it's an indictment of some guy they can't get a hold of. <laughs> just utter horseshit. She's, she's just such an incredible propagandist for the state. If you can't see it, you're blind. And the reality is, this is the case in every single story. This is how it functions. That's the reason I did this two-part series. So you see it every single way it functions like this. He's telling her, you can't just have someone say, oh, well, the United States government says it. Um, okay, whatever that means, they got to produce something to me. You know, here is his response. He just blows her up again, which again, just is ignored. All of it's ignored. It's just a hit piece. And if you do not have a legal degree, I can tell you, for that you need a request. Through the, I do. Through, well, in that case, you must understand that what it takes is an official request to the Prosecutor General's Office of the Russian Federation. 
And even then, we don't have an agreement with you whereby we could act, but at least send us a piece of paper. Vladimir Putin could not order an investigation into whether this was done in a way that undermines its relations with a major partner, the United States of America? Give us a document. Give us an official request. And we'll take a look at it. You said that the last time, and now I'm back with an indictment. It's so funny. He's told her procedurally what has to happen. But see, nobody has provided that to him. Why? Because the people all knew that were faking this shit up that he couldn't do anything about, that what they were saying wasn't true. So they never bothered to give him this procedural piece of paper. You told me that last time. Now I'm back with an indictment. Well, that's not the piece of paper he needs, is it? So again, she's went to law school, but she can't understand this simple distinction. See, they're, they're not honest people. These None of these people are honest. He's just told her what he needs, right? Just told her. <laughs> and now, the same this year, and now, there is no document. <laughs> Again, I asked Richard Haas for his assessment. Ah, uh, see that? So she ignores this point that he just brought up that just blew up her entire thing. Just pointed out what a complete joke it is. You got to have a request. He just laid out the procedural method that gets some type of investigation going. And they don't have one. He told her before she comes back without one. And then she acts like she has it. And so instead of actually addressing it, what she does, she cuts to this CFR joker who then, again, just spreads some more lies. Do you see how it works? You see how that works? And the fact that there's nobody there to point it out allows people to be completely and totally snowed by bullshit like this. That's the problem with all of it. So, all right, let's listen to her propaganda she brings Richard Haas in to try to, you know, cover up the fact that he just blew up her whole entire deal. You need a request to this special thing in Moscow in order for it to begin. I don't have that piece of paper. Give me a piece of paper, he says over and over. Well, you told me that last time, and now I'm back with an indictment. Well, that's not the piece of paper I need, is it? <laughs> and so they'll cover up for the politicians endlessly under the, oh, that's not what the law is. The law only comes this, and you have to do that. And they'll follow every possible procedural thing to excuse them until it comes to a situation like that. Then they flip it and do the opposite. This is what they do every time in every story over and over and over again. All right, let's listen to his Richard Haas horse shit. And all that stuff about, I'm going to take a look to see whether it violates Russian law. That's not what he said. See, that's not what he said. He didn't say he was going to take a look to see if it, he said you have to have a request. That's what he said. And so she completely, again, misstates what he said and Nobody's there to point out the fact that she's just misstated it once again, and it just allows to continue on. So this looks very official. It looks very conclusive. But I'm just showing you how fucking screwed up it is. Take a look to see whether it violates Russian law. What Putin is giving you is the appearance of legality, of uh, due process. This, this is guy. all a smokescreen. Wow. Is this guy projecting what? I mean... I mean, is this is this the pot calling the kettle black? I mean, think how absurd all this is. None of this could or would have happened without the direct authority of the man who sits in the Kremlin. He makes this affirmative statement as though it's true. None of this, which has never been identified, these made-up things with no proof at all, which we now know were all lies, none of this could have happened without the approval of the guy in the Kremlin. Well, first of all, that's, again... That's not true. All sorts of people can do all sorts of shit in Russia without his approval. It's complete nonsense. And if it only took a couple of people to hack and do this stuff, that could easily be done independently. I mean, Putin just blew it up, and instead they play this as though it's true. He makes this very, very definitive statement, and it's just a Barnum statement of bullshit. Coming up, 
He's, might be bad, he might be good, but he's a strong leader. President Trump seems to have a soft spot for President Putin. Never a harsh word for you. Why do you think he's so nice to you? <laughs> so they have this promo for what's continuing, right? This idea that Trump and him are so close and there must be something going on. Again, it's all just innuendo and nonsense. Barnum statements about innuendo, about nonsense. And that's all the press is. And it's designed to move things in a perfect certain direction. It's the same thing that happens in academia and all government schooling. They present things in certain fashions that move things along. And that's all that happens. There's nobody there to step in and say, hold on, this is all bullshit. What's going on? There's nobody there to tell a different story. If you tell a different story in academia, you get a poor grade. You don't get to move on. And then they turn around and hold everybody out who's reached these so-called high levels of academic success as though they're experts. Well, all they represent is people who've been called again and again and again through the sieve to make sure that they simply repeat whatever it is they, the people in power want repeated, whatever the curriculum demands. They don't actually ask real questions. They don't ever stand up. Press is the same way. They have a complete and total distortion. And because people live in this all the time and have all the media all the time, entertainment media, every kind of media promotes this same stuff. And anybody who tries to slip out and do something else is promoted as a kook and a conspiracy theorist. And as soon as you do that, it's over. Your career's ruined. So they can just destroy people. And now they have this absurd fraud going on with this Alex Jones crap. Who knows what's going on? But that guy... I'm extremely suspicious of him. Yeah, he says a lot of stuff that's true, but look how they're really using him now. Just to absolutely chill the living shit out of anybody who's thinking about speaking up. Because if someone like that, this is the image, someone as powerful as that can get taken down with these so-called million, multi-million dollar verdicts in the scam and who knows what will happen on appeal. The people who are small think, my God, I have no chance. He can hire lawyers and all this other stuff and he can get ruined. So that's the real message of the Alex Jones things. And they build people up sometimes in order just to do that. This is the part people don't understand that the money and the time these people have behind the scenes who run these things, they can literally run things that cost millions and millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars over, over decades and have never used them and never have to use them. And it makes no impact at all on them because it's not even their own money. They just fake print it up at the Fed. But they can have all these different kinds of things running at all times. And then they can use them in a million different ways. And anybody who's interested needs to read Proudy's The Secret Team that he wrote in the late 60s and the early 70s. He was the uh, ex-CIA guy, and he comes out and he just explains the fact that the entire CIA is involved in everything, and nobody even knows what's going on. But they have people in every kind of industry who they call sleepers who may work their entire career in that industry, and they're CIA agents the entire time, and nobody knows and they're never called upon. But if they ever need these people, then they're there to so-called activate, and they activate, and they look so incredibly believable because they have a 25-year career that's completely unconnected to the CIA from all intents and purposes for the public. But in fact, they are CIA assets and have been CIA their whole career. They've got them in the military. They've got them everywhere. That's the part people don't understand. That's literally, again, that's more than 50 years ago. And if that was the case 50 years ago, you think it's gotten better? No, it's gotten way, way worse. And now with the advent of this incredible total electronic media control of everything, they, they sweep up everything, everything you say, everything you write, everything except what you think in your head and never say to anybody. They have it all. And they, they can collate it and do anything with it. That's the total control. And the people are so blind. They're so 
blind at this point. It's mind-bending to me that something so obvious continues to go unnoticed and that they continue to get deflected off by these constitutional conservatives just pitching this line of bullshit about the uh, Constitution being a freedom machine. When the Constitution is what supports this entire gigantic military industrial complex that rules over us and this fantastic police state that's been built up. And if it doesn't support it, then why aren't those people in prison? Why aren't you ever hearing from constitutional conservatives demands and attempts to try to get these types of people thrown in prison? See, nothing ever happens to them. After all this Russian collusion shit, all the lies that were told, did anybody go to prison? Has anybody? No. Is there any talk about it? No, it's all forgotten. doesn't make any difference. Same thing will happen with the, uh, the fake pandemic. Same thing will happen with all the Black Lives Matter. Same thing will happen with the Hunter laptop. The same thing will happen every time because it always happens. See, because that's the system. They'll just roll in a new so-called outrage, distract everybody with that. It will go nowhere, and then they'll roll in another. That's all that ever happens over and over. So, so that's the end of that part. And I think it was uh, worth doing because of the way they cover it up and bring these complete jokers in who have now been just absolutely proved to be total liars. And yet they seem credible. They they obviously are very comfortable lying on television and they've been lying their entire careers. That is their job. They're professional liars to the public. That's what they do for a living. And so, of course, they're credible to most people because they just people can't accept that. They can't. They can't accept that our government is a very, very bad actor. It's not that their guy's a good guy in government and he's going to change it. No, the government itself is 100% controlled. And it's just, we don't even have a side that's standing on the side of good. If Trump supporting that vaccine and giving us Operation Warp Speed, overseeing trillions and trillions of dollars, handed out totally unconstitutionally, declaring a national emergency and setting all these precedents with this fake fucking pandemic isn't enough to show you that even people like that who are so-called outsiders... They're not on your side. They're not here to help us. That's all. It's just not. So, so there you go. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the second part. And I don't know. I may look at that third part. It may be entertaining, too. I may do that one as well, just because I, I think it's a very helpful exercise. And it's a, it's a nice vehicle to point out the insanity that goes on. So people want to, they can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review, no longer U.S. Law Review. My account is private right now, probably will be until the movie comes out because I don't want to get suspended all the time and permanently banned, and I'm probably going to open another account as well. I've got a pretty good name and handle picked out for that so I can have a little bit more fun with it and do some more trolling as opposed to being so super careful like I have to be. I like Twitter, and I just don't want to get booted, so I'm not going to get booted because, as I've told people, in all likelihood, look, I'm never going to make the show forever. I've got projects that are working that very well may make it making the show almost impossible or I may reduce it down to where strictly in Patreon I'm not sure but regardless if that's the case I would end up pulling the public shows just pull them all I'm sorry but that's just the way it is and you know if people like my show they need to support it they need to listen to it and uh, share it while they can because there may come a time when that's not possible and as far as an update on the movie, The Jones Plantation, written by Larkin Rose, I've seen the rough cut. <laughs> it was really, really entertaining. And I didn't have all the sound and miscellaneous stuff all fixed, and the soundtrack wasn't right and everything else. But I got to see it and hear it, and, and it was really entertaining. And so there's still some more stuff that has to get put into it. And then it's going to get what they call locked, which just means the video is locked, and it goes to audio. And it's going to take like a month to do all the audio. So we're not going to get it until, you know, November. And once we do get it, I hope people buy that movie and 
watch that movie and share that movie and make that movie make a lot of money so that we can make more movies like that. If we get people to buy it, we can have a lot more power negotiating with places like Netflix and other things where we'd be able to run it. And so I hope the people who really are down for the cause will buy the movie and support it when it comes out because it's really, really good. I think people are going to like it. I know after watching, I was like, man, I could watch this movie like five times. It's the kind of movie I would watch a ton of times because there's so much in there. So easy to miss something because I'm laughing about one thing and then something else happens. It's like, what was that? It's moving too fast. Can't uh, see. (laughs) I play Mr. Jones and it's funny to see me on screen. It's pretty entertaining, but the whole movie's great. So much good acting in there by people. Really, really good. So And beyond that, I don't know. I want to thank the people who are are in Patreon, who put their money where their mouth is and actually put skin in the game, support my show financially. I appreciate that because it makes it worth my time and it's a clear delineation of people who definitely like my show and find value. And I know my show is valuable. I know the kinds of things I tell people. They're just not available most places. And so I really appreciate the people who have the integrity to do that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man.